Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to what used to be the Vice Gaming Podcast. And now will at least for this episode be the Waypoint UK Podcast, unless we think of a better name which we may or may not do. But uh, the name changes because Vice Gaming has now become a website of its own, much like Vice Sports, much like Munchies, Noisy, and so forth. Waypoint is now your place to go for all of uh, Vice's video gaming coverage at waypoint.vice.com. Get that in there, out the way, done and dusted. I'm Mike Diver, the UK guy over here, senior editor for Waypoint. And I'm joined today for what would be episode 11 of the Vice Gaming Podcast, but now episode one of this new, potentially going to be changed podcast, uh, by Grant Appleyard, who is senior producer at Sports Interactive, uh, working on a particularly popular video game. Just launched Football Manager 2017. Football Manager 2017. So there's going to be a bit of a theme to this podcast, uh, in so much as we're going to talk about Football Manager 2017. And I'm joined as well by a gentleman who's not feeling very well. I think, you know, just, just put that out there right now in case there's any coughs, splutters or collapses on mic. Uh, Jim Weeks. Hello. hello. How are you doing? Uh, what is it you do in these wonderful offices of ours, Jim? I am the UK editor of Vice Sports. Indeed, Jim is. And uh, we're all quite partial to the uh, football. We did a, a, a kind of a football podcast a few months ago when uh, Joel Golby and a friend of mine, Steve Burns, were on. We were talking about FIFA versus Pez and stuff. But, uh, you know, because that's a bit of a... The old battle. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. old, the, long, the long-standing battle. Not a battle you have to deal with at Sports Interactive. It's not. It's no not been for quite no a long time. Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the last sort of true competitor, I would say, w- was actually the old championship manager mm. that, that came from when we split with IDOS after our sort of uh, amicable end to the relationship and we signed with Sega. I think it was 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, IDOS then took the, the, the look and the feel and the brand name of championship manager, created their own version with Beautiful Game Studios. Um, but unfortunately, they just didn't come up to the sort of same level, you know. And mm-hmm. I think it only lasted two or three, yeah. two or three years, didn't it, before it fizzled out? It disappeared. So. I mean, even though they had the name then, I mean, I guess people, the kind of audience followed the guys that were making it what it was, right? And I like the way you yeah. said "unfortunately" in there, like it's unfortunate, you know. It's just <laughs> fun. I'm we, all, I'm all for a bit of competition. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a strange one because you don't want to be complacent. You don't want to sit back on your laurels mm. and think, well, no one's chasing us. So, in in some respects, because a lot of the people that work at sports interactive are actually big fans of the game hmm. we we, we want to make a game that's better each year for ourselves if that makes any sense you know we, we yeah. all want to sit and actually play it and enjoy it so therefore we're, we're our own competition if you know what I mean does that not lead to problems regarding sick days 
Because I mean, um, you say the game's just out now. You probably got. You need people in the office to make sure it's all working fine. Yeah. And Dave and Jeff are off. Oh, they're having a little duvet day, you know, to play the game, right? Because <laughs> we've all been there. It's a strange one. You know what crunch? I mean, you guys obviously know the games industry, mm. especially on a on a game like ourselves where it's an annual release. Mm-hmm. We do have crunch periods. It's not something that we we sort of hide. But when it comes to the game being released. We're all for people staying at home. By all means, stay under your duvet. You know, if you've got the laptop there for any desperate issue that comes up, yeah. just sit there, recharge your batteries, play the game. Uh, we actually have what are called play days where we say to the whole okay, studio, cool. right, down tools, don't fix any bugs, don't do any feature work, just sit and play the game, make some notes yourself, and then we send those back into the sort of production mm. team and the QA. And it's a really good way of just reflecting on your own work, you know. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of yourself, Jim, I mean, I know you've played football manager in the mm. past are you, are you gonna we're very busy at vice people like to think we slack around like it's all nathan barley or something but it's yeah, really not we do we do work nothing like that no it's <laughs> um, not um yeah i can't say i've played for almost two years now because it takes so much time and i just don't feel i have that time and because yeah. i guess because i just love it so much and i get so into it yeah that i feel like i'm i'm un- unable to give the time it deserves I to, hear it. I, to taking I, Millwall from League One into the Premier League or, <laughs> or even from taking a conference team up to the top. Yeah, I hear you because I hear that a lot actually. Um, and we, we have tried to build into the game uh, less intensive routes, mm. if I put it like that. A good example is for, with FM17 this year, when you first start the main career mode, you get a little uh, responsibilities panel turns up and you can literally check deselect or select whether you want to take control of training whether you want to do staff contracts in and out whether you want to do tutoring whether you know you want to do all your transfers and if you don't want to do it you can take it off straight away but what i found as i played subsequent seasons i put those things back in Mm -hmm. each time you know because it's it's almost like you get the taste of it and then there might be a problem in training you know um, three of the players are complaining because it's too intensive because it turns out you've got a cup game midweek then you've got you know a game a league game at the the weekend and of course it it wears them out you're thinking the ai isn't quite bang on there that's when you think i want to do it and you go in and you literally take the time and you learn it and it, Mm. it doesn't feel like a burden because you weren't it wasn't forced upon you so I think we've really, we've improved that this year. So get mm. that demo. <laughs> oh, I mean, it never felt like a burden. It right. was, you know, it was just so enjoyable. And I could never turn those functions off. I want to control everything. A bit of a control freak. Yeah, well, <laughs> possibly. But um, yeah, it's, it's hours and hours of my life, not least at university when it was, when I had that time, it was so much time dedicated to it and just... What, what about, do you know much about um, Football Manager Touch? You this is of, mobile run, right? It's, uh, well, it? it's, it's also a, a PC version okay. as well. So it was combined within the same product last year. But mm. this year, if you buy uh, Football Manager 17, you also get Football Manager Touch 17 uh, as part of your, in your Steam library immediately. Right, so, yeah. uh, if you've, you, you fire up that version, what we try to do is sort of sit back and think, okay, we remember the old days, CMO 102, which is when I first joined the company in mm-hmm. 2001 when we were back up in uh, Upper Street in Angel. Um, you could sit through a season in one night, literally move through it that quickly. <laughs> we thought, right, we'll try and model. Those were the university days for me, certainly, when right, you'd just okay, be like, yeah. why are you still up? It's fine. Again, and again. <laughs> but now Barnet are not where they were. Barnet. You know? We've had yeah. Millwall, Barnet. Well, yeah. you, always, you always pick someone lower down. Like, Who's your conference? You? you said conference. Who do you normally go for? Who did I take from the conference? Um, I managed Forest Green once. Forest Green, Excellent. right. Okay, where yeah. I took them to. Millwall are the ones I remember because this must have been roughly seven eight years ago that i had my long spell with millwall okay and a lot of the i promoted a lot of the youth academy into the first team 
And now, watching non-league football, I seem to be spotting my former youth players uh, yeah, turning yeah. up at non-league clubs. I'm like, oh, I remember him. He played for me. But yeah. no is way. It, is it, we'll get to that, I suppose. Just, 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 I'll let you just mention your touch thing. Sure. Oh, we'll yeah, sorry, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. drifting off there. Yeah. So we looked at CMO one too, the timings yeah. and the, the things that you had to take control of in that version. And we tried to build a mode into the current version. And mm-hmm. that's what became Football Manager Touch. Right. It's also on the app. So it's on um, iOS and yeah. Android, which is the one that you were thinking of. But the yeah. same version is also on your um, PC. If you've got a touchscreen PC, you can use it for that oh, as well. Cool. And that is a lot quicker, you know. Um, there's a lot less press conferences. Yeah. There's a lot less of the um, player-to-manager uh, interaction. You know, we've, we've tuned that down a bit. So it might be an idea for anyone out there that's got that kind of daunted feeling. Mm. Give mm. that a go. It's the same match engine underneath. You can do things like um, match plans. So if you don't want to have to sit through your, your friendlies, for instance, at the start of the season, you can set up match plans literally to make substitutions for you at certain yeah, times right. and run them through. And also you can you can fire off the quick match at any point. Uh, I should explain what that is. The quick match is when it's um, doing matches in leagues that you've got running, but you're not actively playing, it uses a quicker logic engine right. to yeah to speak because if it had to do the full 90 minute simulation that the main game does it would take forever you know literally and you've got that ability to use that in fmt uh, at any point right so it's cool. way in you know and what, again what i found is people play football manager touch for a few seasons and they think oh you know i think i can handle the main game and mm. they'll go up yeah. yeah they move into it and yeah. then their evenings are consumed because i would use the <laughs> mobile one you know commuting i live down in brighton yeah. nowadays so okay up and forth to london and whatnot you know i use mobile games you got a couple so of hours each way yeah exactly I'll go yeah. into that yeah. kind of thing yeah. and weirdly for me that was one of the ways because I kind of played it a bit at university we were going back to sort of 2001 too as well and then mm-hmm. I got back into it a lot again around about 2008 there was a mobile version yeah. and, and you were talking about like seeing your players one thing mm. I remember about that and it, and it kind of leads into we can talk about like kind of the amazing level of scouting and stuff you do the amazing level of detail there you know Aaron Ramsey was like 16 then or something, right? right yeah. And I'd always, I'd like, you know, start a season, I'm going to get Aaron Ramsey because the game says he's amazing. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know who the hell Aaron Ramsey was <laughs> then. And now you look at him now, it's like, yeah, nailed it. And you yeah. were just saying, about, all right, you're finding your players in lower leagues and stuff. But, you know, the game has genuinely <laughs> highlighted people Some who are going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm. it does that all the time. Yeah. Which, um, which is, which is Rooney's the classic one, you know. The, right. Rooney was brilliant, wasn't he, back in, I don't know what season it was. It was when he's at Everton's mm. youth academy, wasn't he? He was in, at that point, you know, before he'd really broken onto the scene. But in the game, shot to stardom. Right. And then there you go, two or three years later, man, you bought him for how much was it? Club record at the time? I can't I, remember. It was a lot, wasn't mm, it? When he it feels like me. he's been there forever now. He it does, really yeah, does. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. um, but he, he, you know, that's one of the ones. I tell you, I just signed in my um, Newcastle game, uh, Enzo Zidane. Oh, right. Yeah, I got right. him. I can't and presumably I, a relative of... <laughs> His son. He's yeah. His son. Yeah, I managed right. to sign him and he's, he's, I've got him playing in, in the youth squad, you know, and the shirt sales have just, no, they haven't. It's just one of those, but you, you could see, some, well, let's just, a bit of fun, you know, let's put him in there yeah. and see yeah. how he goes, you know. And I'm I mean, have you own. having been where, you know, at the company since 2001, this must have been something that, you know, it's very easy. I mean, I, you know, I check the reviews and stuff for what's saying. And some, some people are saying this 2017 more. It's kind of the, it's a very similar game again. It's hard when you do a yearly game, isn't it? You oh, know, it if, is, if yeah. you do it year after year, some years are going to be less. Um, discernible progress. There might be a lot going on underneath the hood. Absolutely right. But you know, a lot, a lot of what the progress is 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 those details. Is that scouting? Is that finding new players to bring into it? Yeah. Which, if you're not a kind of seasoned football manager veteran, you're probably not going to get the most out of. I mean, how does a team like yours even do that? I know you've got people around the world. Yeah. Just to sort of step back slightly from the scouting thing, but the the point you mentioned there is actually a key one for us. 
what we don't want to see in reviews is why have they changed this for no reason? Why have they added right. in something that's completely useless? You know, why are they messing with something that's a good formula? And when when people say that, they're talking about our uh, accuracy of the football mm-hmm. simulation because we're all football manager is we're trying to simulate a football world. You know, yeah. and mm-hmm. if we break that simulation, we've broken the game. So the difficulty we get is, I mean, you should see the features that we've got in our database. We've got a huge feature database that literally we have features set for. FM18, FM19, beyond. On our forums, because we've got a huge community forum, we've got a whole thread on there. Any ideas you throw in there, some wonderful ideas come up there, but literally we haven't got the time to put all these in Mm. and also maintain that simulation. So that's where the the key balance comes from. Mm. Um, Regarding the scouting network, I think we're at 1,600 now. Something like that. Which Scouts is worldwide. surely above any professional football organisation in the We're world. We're up there, right? aren't we? You know? yeah. um, we are absolutely up there. And I know we've got uh, licensed data deals now with Watford, I believe. Um, Which makes sense, right? Because yeah, Miles is a Watford fan. He is a big Watford fan and also... But I should say Miles is deal. the guy who kind of runs Sports in Red. Miles Jacobson, studio director, yeah. And also Everton as well, we've got a deal with them. And we also are in partnership with Stats, who were formerly ProZone. So we work with them at the moment as well. Okay, so what's Stats? And you're nodding your head there, Jim, as a sports journalist. What's, what's Stats for people who wouldn't know at home? ProZone. Um, ProZone, yeah, as it was. Well, I was actually reading a piece that we ran, Vice Sports ran, um, about a year and a half ago, which was talking about your association with ProZone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably best you talk about ProZone. Right. Well, as I say, it's now called Stats. Yes. Um, basically, <laughs> we've had them down to the office and we've discussed how their um, Stats uh, engine works because, you know, ProZone, you quite often see them. Um, I'm not sure if they've still got a deal with Sky Sports, but they used to. So are these the company that's providing that right. information? Right? Okay, okay, yeah. And obviously we do a similar thing. So we yeah. kind of shared ideas with them. We don't use their software and we don't have, haven't taken any of their software and put it into the game, but we certainly have kind of had a bit of cross-pollination and we have their logo in the game. And, and that kind of thing, you know, just yeah. to bring again, it's like a um, legitimacy, you know. It's that's like realism, isn't it? Real it's world. like realism, FIFA it. having stuff in a FIFA game. Right? Yeah, well, of course. Called FIFA is a bit of a, <laughs> a giveaway one already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a, a nice side to it, you know. But I would say to anyone that's uh, not really sure about the scouting network, this is a bit of a tip as well for FM players. Um, have a look at the uh, international under twenty three squads, uh, the, the under eighteen squads, because. But Southampton you know. would lose, lose half their team then. Again, <laughs> it's the thing. <laughs> but you know these guys are going to be of a high quality, right? Mm. I mean, it's the first place I go and look whenever I start up a new game, especially if I'm in a club that hasn't got too much money. Mm. If you can sign a few of these youngsters in, you know they're going to have the potential to rise through. Even if you just put them into reserves, into the your, your under-23 squad, let them develop for a season, season and a half, you will see stars rising out. And mm. that's you know that's a bit of a tip to sort of start you off yeah. on the path of finding. Is that how you would play gym, presumably? Back in the day, you'd picking be like, up the youngsters. Yeah, I always preferred going or starting off as a League One side and building a team of grizzled veterans. And then picking up some Golden of my own youth generation. Players. Yeah, <laughs> that was the way I did it. I was never never great at picking up youth players from other clubs because I never felt I would play for long enough to see them really blossom. Right. I was all about instant. Let's okay. get out of League One as yeah. quickly as possible. Yeah, so let's sure. get a couple of guys who. We're playing in the championship last year. A couple of the youth players, and up we go. So I mean, that was my uh, if only, tried and tested formula. That formula was so simple in real life. Well, indeed, yeah. <laughs> you, know. you do get them, though. You know, you see players in there that are 33, 34 in midfield. And if you can just get them on that last season, mm, and often yeah. they're, they're 
quite cheap as well. You know, their, their wage expectations yeah. have come down. It does happen in real life. Edgar Davids. The, the oh, tr- there you go, Davids. Yeah. yeah, how many clubs? He was such a journeyman, wasn't he? In mm. the end, he went through so many clubs and yet he, he had a, a certain level of performance that never dropped, did it? And I think that is another technique for playing football manager, especially mm. if you, what do you do, one or two seasons, you find? Four to five. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a small your, investment. It's not, not the 40 season, Mark, but you know. <laughs> no. You, you're, you're low on the curve in terms of, because we've got statistics built into the game, various things attract um, more and more things each each year that we release. And at, the curve kind of drops off at two to three seasons. Mm. So four to five, you're probably down in the bottom 10 to 10, five to 10% of players. Okay. A lot of people, they tend to do one, two or three seasons and then they recycle and start pick another challenge you know right. and, and try something team, else yeah. Yeah. yeah um and on the mobile version of the game um football manager mobile as it's called there's actually a, a cap on that one it only goes 20 seasons um more to do with memory yeah, i was going to say consideration it yeah generating players mm. it's stats it needs to keep you know the yeah. histories and everything you have to kind of end it at a certain point but on the pc you can go on as long as you want i think yeah. we've had a guy uh, just broke the world record. Did you see that little piece? No. I forget his name now. So, I was, there was something I read in, in Gaming Book of Records, yeah. whatever order it, it played a hundred and something consecutive seasons. Something yeah. like that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Like, it, oh it, dear. It, uh, it was yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> he released he released his data as well, and amazingly Newcastle actually won the premiership. <laughs> I think it was something like twenty five or something. That's yeah. science that was, fiction, that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> we're dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there was something that came out last year, wasn't there? I'm gonna totally remember the actual stat, but about somebody who's Who'd, who'd uh, simulated the game for? Was that, oh yeah, yeah that's right. simulated yeah. it. Yeah, and I can't remember who. I want to say like West Ham never won the league or oh, something God, in that whole yeah. time or something like that. I think Sam's won it three times, which sounds about right for us. You know, in a right. thousand years, maybe we'll win it three times. <laughs> there you go. But in terms of you saying about bringing Millwall up and you know, I would always you know again pick the youth players, try and try and bring people up. There was you know a guy at my university who would. I'm pretty sure he always picked Kidderminster Harriers. Nice. Like sort of early nought, like late nineties, early nineties stage, mm. where he was, you know, where that team was not. I mean, they, they, they're, they're a league team now. Or are they non-league again? Um, I think they are a non-league. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah, because yeah. my local Conference, local TV is they? now in the national league, which is hilarious. The fact that they could play in the same league as Portsmouth next season is, mm. is fantastic. But you know, people stay with the game because their their team is doing well. Mm. You know, is that is that a deliberate thing like not to you know draw any secrets out of you, but you know it'd be a bit shit if you chose a Forest Green or someone. And they finished seventeenth, and then the next season they finished fifteenth. The next season they finished sixteenth. <laughs> I mean, do you hear stories of people who just like grind away for forty seasons and they never get a promotion or something? I think you need to win. I think you need. It's a human requirement, yeah. isn't it? You know, to to get that thrill of winning. But then there's there's winning and there's staying in the league. I mean, if you're going to Pompey's a classic one, yeah. you know. I mean, what what a fall they've had over the past de- decade or so. But if I was to play as Pompey now and just keep them alive, even if they finish fifteenth mm. or fourteenth, and gradually get them back to safety, that would yeah. be an achievement, wouldn't you? I think you would get that feeling of accomplishment from mm. having done that. So yeah. it's a beautiful thing about football, isn't it? You know, it's not all about winning the league. Sometimes it's just about maintaining where you are and then gradually pushing up. Mm. I mean, do you have to have that the fantastic the fantasy element to it? It to the game though as well because we know we know the stats are amazing we know the level of detail is incredible you know got a database of what like 750,000 players or something this time yeah it's around I think it's more than that actually you know, yeah. I mean that's or players and stuff and if, that, that's if you play with a large database yeah you're getting up to those numbers incredible yes it is yeah, yeah. but I'm guessing you say about people drop off after two or three seasons I'm guessing if you're not winning they're going to 
try yeah. and switch it up. Yeah, but well, but you must. Forget, but, I mean, the whole board promise the, the boardroom promises system, which has been improved this year. Right. A very good example is Newcastle. The first two seasons I played, it was a beta version of the game, but I thought, right, I'm going to get stuck into this because um, uh, not only am I senior producer uh, over the whole of Football Manager, but I am the producer on the gameplay and AI team. So right. I'm the kind of project manager for all the guys that do the AI in the game, which is media interaction, player interaction. And one of the things we've improved is board promises. So is Newcastle. If you get to Christmas, early January, and you're not fourth or third, the promises start coming out. And you basically have to improve within two or three games or you're gone. And the first two seasons, this is a guy that's worked at the company 15 years. I was fired. I was gone. I thought, this is really <laughs> hard, you know. I mean, Rafa, hand it to him. He's done well. But I tell you, if he was to start to fade off now, yeah. the pressure would be there. Can you imagine mm. what the pressure would be yeah, like? Be you know. When we first went down and, and he started off, I thought, if we lose, because the first game of the season was against Fulham, I was there. Yeah, the draw, Craven wasn't it? Cottage, we lost. And it was because there were so many new players in there. There wasn't that team blend, you know, uh, but it was disappointing. And I thought, if we get two or three losses here, his neck is going to be on the line, mm. isn't it? You know, and that's, that's what, what it's about. I just want to see been reflected in the game this year. and Rafa just have at it. <laughs> you know, I reckon Rafa can hold himself. <laughs> you know, that's not something you can simulate in football managers. No, so not no. yet. You can't, Defamation, you can, you know, I'm afraid. The, the manager coming to blows with the chairman would be, <laughs> would be something else. But you do, hey, you know, that's a feature request there, Mike. I'll get that down the, if you want. <laughs> note it down. I want to see it in football manager. 2020 yeah that'll do 2020 it. Yeah. 2020 it's amazing that you're thinking about these things now you know two three years in advance yeah but you know but you do i mean obviously we had we had the headlines vice mentioned it as well vice sports mentioned it about brexit being in the new one or certainly mm-hmm. how, how that how that would impact maybe i yeah. mean is, yeah. is that something that you look at more and more you know you know you do the football simming stuff really well but looking more about external influences that are going to have an impact on what is a yeah. worldwide industry we had to mm. I mean the whole work permit system is is completely mirrored like in real life in mm. football manager um, there's a guy in my team has to do the Italian transfer system although it's got a lot simpler now because they're phasing out co-ownership but right, co-ownership right. was a nightmare I mean you look at the examples the it's problems, co-ownership of the players right? of the yeah. Players, yeah and an agent involved as well and possibly another third party you look at all the Tevez stuff remember what happened mm. with um, uh, Sheffield and West Ham and Big problems. They're starting to phase it out, but we we prided ourselves on getting it right. So as soon as the Brexit vote came through on on Thursday, uh, you know, in June, the next day we just said we're going to have to mirror this because the work permit system between Europe and a Brexited Great Britain is going to be different. You know, yeah. it wouldn't be fair in a way to to just carry on through the game and not have that. So we sat down again. It was my team, the AI guys. We sat and had four or five meetings and worked out what we could do, keeping the scope to football because. Mm. There's other, it's there's, hard to put too much into it, obviously, because yeah, yeah. you're going to get players bitching about it on Steam. Of course. Right Why do you put politics in our video games? Well, exactly. Who wants to deal with that? You know? I know, right? I mean, there's other football um, manager <laughs> games from the past. Um, I, I won't name any names, but where you had this micromanagement, you know, you can set the price of the hot dogs at the halftime and the pies and all yeah. this. Which is obviously what chairman of clubs and stuff do, you know, <laughs> yeah. managers. Arsene Wenger's doing it all the time. <laughs> how much are the pies this week? <laughs> Sally. 10 pie, more. Sally. <laughs> how, much, how, much, how much other pies are at the Emirates right <laughs> Yeah. I have absolutely no idea. I'd never purchase a pie. <laughs> never bought a pie. No. <laughs> I've been there a couple of times. They're pretty expensive. Yeah, I think, no, I think that, that much is certain. I couldn't tell you how much. Um, well, I'm, I think I'm going there for the League Cup game. So I'll, oh, really? I'll let you know. Oh, right. yeah. Are you going to go? We should go. Uh, yes, I was thinking about it, actually. Oh, let's let's, let's do completely it. off topic. Yeah, since we'll... How do you feel about the one? Was it you that followed Arsenal? Yeah. 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 How, Arsenal. how do you feel about the draw this weekend? Was it... With Spurs? Yeah. Um, Take that. Well, or... On the balance of what happened in the game, I think a draw was the right result. 
in so much as we both had periods of being on top and both had periods of being kind of to the wall. Right. Um, but probably given that Spurs had Kane coming back from injury, they've been on a he really bad well, run. Didn't he got the yeah. equaliser. Um, yeah. Given that, I think Arsenal probably should look at that as two points dropped. Right. Yeah. Whereas Spurs will be very happy to go away from that with a point, even though they've drawn. Yeah. I don't know, 12 games in a row or something. Yeah, yeah, a lot of draws, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that micromanagement side is basically what you said, bringing in non-football elements yeah. in a football match just doesn't work, you mm. know. So we did try and keep it very linear. Obviously, what we didn't foresee was the high court putting the, uh, yeah. the oar in. Yeah. Know? So we all sat down the next day, and we're going to have to implement some sort of there high might, court. <laughs> there might be a patch or, yeah, so or, patch or, or something. Yeah, there, there you go. Uh, the Brexit we, we were going to bill it as... The, um, if, are you upset that um, you know Brexit's been stalled? Play football manager. You might have more of a chance. You know? There you go. It's happy days at the moment in yeah. football manager. But yeah. I mean, it's interesting. We know we're recording this on the day where you know America's doing its voting right mm. now for yeah. For, yeah. for the next president. Because I was thinking, you know, if you can bring Brexit into it, I know you do quite. Do you provide stats to the MLS? You work with the MLS? Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's going to be presumably MLS. there's mm. going to be a situation where. A, if you were playing in the MLS, and I don't think he will, but let's say Trump gets mm. in and he said mm. certain things, but, you know, there's a big Latino following football, lots of players in the MLS as well. You know, some of there them is, might be thinking, yeah. well, maybe I don't want a player anymore. <clears throat> mm, is possibly. that something that football manager could could simulate? Like if, if a, you know, if you, would you have like, well, that political situation, that climate in that country has changed and these players want to leave? I think we would have to, um, in that case, mirror real life. So we'll mm. look and see what happens with the transfer market. Were, were there to be a shift of um, Latin players staying in the South American leagues instead of mm. going up, you know, then yeah. we would reflect that in the game. Whereas with Brexit, because, I mean, we're, we're a British company, right? Yeah. And it was a bit closer to home. We wanted mm. to try and simulate what was going to happen. But for the MLS, I think we'd leave it out. And also, do you know, I mean, you know about the MLS uh, rules and regulations. They are incredibly... Uh, let's say unique to to America, right. you know the um, the draft picking, um, mm. uh, the draw. The, uh, it's the all draft, very yeah. alien to us, isn't it? The it way is pretty it's alien. I've learned over the years because, um, again, in my team is one of the, the the guys that codes all those different rules, and I've just learned it over the years. You know uh, about the draft and about designated players, and you know how all the teams go through and the, the various stages. Um, but it's certainly a complex system, and we wouldn't want to try and uh, extrapolate forward on that one. We definitely just see how it turns out in real life first of all it's funny you say about you know learning from the game i, I wonder if you as a as a sports journalist you know played football manager you know do you yeah. learn about Absolutely. some of the business of football from football manager i mean you mentioned earlier co-ownership in italy the reason i know about or initially as maybe a 12 year old knew what co-ownership in italy was was from playing football manager or what was then championship right. manager and yep. uh, the limitations on foreign players Work, yep. permits. work permits. The, the first, is a big one. you know, the first time I heard the word work permit was was from football manager. So, yeah, it did teach you so much. That, about first, that first time you, you signed that sort of you know hidden Brazilian gem, you think, look at this guy, look yeah. at his stats. Can't believe I've got him so cheap. And then bang, you don't get the work permit. Yeah. You, know, you never do it again, do you? <laughs> you know, after that, you know. yeah. But it's funny. It's funny. I mean, you, you look at the, obviously you know how it looks on a screen, how it looks on a page, and in games magazines and stuff, and it's it's not the sexiest looking game in the world. Oh, the engine looks pretty sweet these days, and I want to say it's, it's a lot different from the year. dots. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And, and and so forth. I mean, you mentioned two, who said two thousand eight? Who's that playing was me. it? That was you. Yeah, yes, yeah. That was still. Um, dots wasn't it? Because yeah, I think it was so. 2000, FM 2009. We brought in the 3D match yeah. engine. And I, if, if you see the difference between 09 and now, 
I mean, it's, I was, it's I was incremental each year, yeah. but even if you compare two or three se- um, seasons, two or three versions back. Yeah. Well, they are seasons, you, you, right? They are. I mean, God, that's my life basically. Isn't this? Yeah, yeah. Um, the improvement is huge, you know, and the, um, especially the animations and how they move and the, the, the IK and the uh, inverse kinematics and the number of variations on the animations this year is incredible. You know, we also put a new camera angle um, behind behind goal close i think it's called something like that which i've found isn't something you want to watch while you're watching the, the game play out yeah it's like when you get those seats you know when you're at the sort of parallax angle and it's like is that going to be in and then you see it yeah, on match yeah, of the day and quite it's like wide, yeah, yeah. It? you know but if, if you put it on your replay your goal replay camera you can you can have this sort of blimp view or the the the, the elevated camera as you call it and then on your goal you actually see the proper ball and the guy heading it in and wonderful you know it's a real real nice addition this year yeah i mean has that you know with the, the platforms that it's on getting better and better. i know it's pc mm. Folks, but obviously, you know, the, the hardware gets better and better each time. It does, yeah. Is that something that's, that, that's, that's taking up a lot of the studio's time? Because, you know, the, the, the research of the players and stuff, I guess that's an ongoing thing. But with every, mm. every time that the, the, the capacity, I suppose, for doing the, the aesthetic stuff gets better, you, yeah. you kind of have to step up, I guess. We want to use it, yeah. But at that's the right. same time, there must be people who've played the game for years who maybe don't like all the 3D stuff. I don't well, know. Again, coming back to the Steam stats, which are published regarding the CPU and the RAM, which is mm. your main two things that you're talking about yeah. there. A lot of people, but it looks like, A, only play Football Manager. They don't have any other games, you know. <laughs> and That's their B, Steam library. They absolutely not not wanting to have to shell out year after year after year. So mm. we've got this huge amount of people at the bottom that are still on XP, that are still on a 2.2 gigahertz processor, right. you know, with a minimum one gigabyte of graphics RAM there. And we've got to make sure that the game runs well enough on them. So yeah, we have got this balance between using new tech. Uh, I remember when, what's it called, SLI, the first time SLI came out, which was about 07, which is two cards in a machine. Right. Like, oh my God, <laughs> well, how are we going to actually use this stuff and still maintain the lower end? But we did manage to put in some features on the very high mode that took advantage of that extra power. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all about making sure that your compatibility across these different versions is maintained with clear um, settings, as in low, medium, high, very high. Mm. I mean, there's nothing better if you both own PCs. When you do get that bit of new graphics, you know, you can not notch up the, the, you know, put an extra bit of a um, oomph on your graphic settings, yeah. and suddenly the mat, the grass is just that bit more lovely, and you've got, you know, proper sky being simulated. It's lovely, isn't it? That sort of thing, and that's that's what we're driving at, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, again, it brings to the realism, but also the, I guess, the, like you say, with the fantasy side, with arranging your your camera and whatnot, and yeah. I'm watching it all back, like, a, yeah. I mean. What does I mean? You say about people who still got their lower lower kind of spec machines, but they want to play the new stuff. What does keep people coming back to you? Like, what is it about these things that makes it so addictive? Because we've all been there. Yeah, we have. We've all had the late nights. You, I mean, Will, who uh, Jim works with, Will was saying that you you had quite an addiction at some point, and maybe you maybe mentioned there might have been an intervention or something. Oh dear, was, I might be exaggerating <laughs> slightly. That may have been an exaggeration. Uh, no, I do. A divine or <laughs> your wife, <laughs> human? Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it, it was just, as I mentioned earlier, just playing for, for solid days, particularly mm. the time when university would finish and there'd be a time before anyone put pressure on me to get a job again and you could literally play all day. Yeah, that, was, that was when it was really good. But I never got to the point of, uh, I read about a guy who would put a suit on when he got to the FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you in he, the office do that. If he got a touchline mm. ban, he'd 
He'd leave the room. He'd set the game to play, walk out the room, come back, I'll never hit, that one. hit play again, and then walk out. That's oh brilliant. God. Yeah, I mean, that's real next level that's, addiction. That's uh, fun. That I mean, maybe they need a bit of help, those yeah, people. But, yeah. but, but it, show, it shows, you know, the game gets yeah, to into come back people's to you, you blood me, what and under it, the you know, skin, yeah. I don't think it is. I mean, I don't want to sort of malign the work of the match team and the graphics guys because they're putting, yeah. you know, graphs. But I don't think it is that that hooks us, that yeah. hooks people. It's this simulation factor that... You literally, it's just one more game, you know. Um, I, I was, mm. again, I'm back to the beat I was playing. I think I was in the office. It was a relatively quiet afternoon. And I swear I went four games before I actually went and had that Wii that I really needed, you know. And I thought, <laughs> and I remember saying to my boss, Miles, I think we've cracked it here. I think this version is absolutely brilliant. Yep. I so needed that. I mean, you know, I've, I'm <laughs> dribbling, but it's all, it's all fine. The game is great. Yeah. I need to change. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you do, I mean, for better and worse, I mean, we had an article run uh, last year about someone who'd like, you know, did he create a character? I think he created, created or brought, up, brought one of the fictional footballers through yeah. and like, had this relationship mm, with a him brilliant at, article. at Celtic. Uh, so you see that kind of thing. But I was also reading and, and, and stuff about like people who've, and, and you, you can correct me here, it's been cited in divorce cases. Three times now, yeah. <laughs> as like a reason why relationships fall apart. You know, when you see that kind of thing, is that like, <laughs> like it's a bit tongue in cheek, hasn't it? Or do you it? kind I mean, of think like, oh shit? Um, like, sorry. You know, we don't want obviously to say, well, we're we're a homebreaker here as a, as a game, but <laughs> what a reputation for football manager to have. Yeah, it's one of those ones that gets kind of knocked about a bit, and yeah. we don't put a big spotlight on it. But at the end of the day, the, 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 I think they're enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> but one, yeah. one of the two people in that relationship was loving it. Yeah. They got their thirty quid's worth that year, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it, it's just about managing it yourself, you know. It's like mm. any addiction, I suppose. I mean, it, it, if you look at the other addictions out there, drugs and drinks and all that, the, at least it's not something that's physically damaging. And mm. at the end of the day, if you can make sure you don't sort of break your relationship in half or lose your job, then I mm. think you'll get, you'll really will get your money's worth out yeah. of it. So yeah. That's you're never, never going to go down that Nintendo kind of old Nintendo way of doing things. I think well, other places don't pull like, you know, with the little message comes up. So maybe you should take a break. We've got a thing actually on the game status, yeah. which is our addictiveness rating. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Remember He's that. seen it because yeah. it's told him to go and change <laughs> yeah. And yeah. things like Next that. Time, <laughs> change your clothes. Yeah. And it keeps Have a, a log in the game of how long you're going and changes. You get a little string up, you know, that right. just warns you about stuff. I mean, again, it's a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. But we yeah. are acknowledging that, that folks are really getting quite hooked in it. Hi, hi Mr. Weeks. Maybe you should eat now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, that's built in last year for FM 2016, the average playtime over the course of the you know year was 220 hours per person. I mean, when, when you consider your That's average, huge, you know, it? AAA title Zelda or whatever, Mario, it's probably about 12 to 14 hours. Yeah. Maybe you play it a couple of times if you really like it, but yeah. it's brilliant. We absolutely love that sort of thing. You know, that really is a, a very appreciated thing and something that we're very honoured to be able to make a product that gives that to people. Yeah. You know? mm. And do people get into it as well that who, who I mean, I'm guessing the answer is yes, who, who aren't, obviously big football fans i think it helps to certainly know a bit about football but what we're trying to do is open it up to new players just to give them a taste i mean you've got the demo out there we've yeah. always as a company done the demo which is brilliant which is a rarer and rarer thing these days it's you know? absolutely the, the total um you know full game other than it just stops at six mm. months you can take that save though and put it into your main game and it's 
it's just giving people a taste, you know, and that's, again, we've given a little bit of a taste. That is how drug dealers work. <laughs> it should be <laughs> first said, one right? through, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyone that's not really into football that much, maybe that's a way for them to come in. I, I do think a lot of our fans are quite diehard or whatever you want to call it. They're, mm. they're, they're, they follow a team themselves. They maybe go and watch football as well. And then they get back and they want to kind of carry that on. But we are looking at a new market as well and, and youngsters coming through that maybe mm. don't know quite so much about footy, but they might learn. I suppose there's a bit of um, art imitation hates life you know they, they might learn about football and then think oh, i want to go and see a match you know i want to yeah. actually see this happen so it's the, the two sort of work together symbiosis yeah <laughs> I, I just love the way that we've reached a point where a video game that was built by what like originally like a couple of guys right two brothers yeah, still yeah. with the company as well yeah, two off. brothers yeah. back in the day mm-hmm. you know because they liked for me, I mean, like teletext or something basically it wasn't what, 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 what modern yeah. here's a few boxes whatever the old Amiga uh, version 96 or something it was earlier than that 93 I think 93 the first, that long version, the first version CM1 was didn't have real players and then um, CM2 there was an update for it that put in the real players and then um, that's when it really started to take that's off it's a big difference isn't it because I yeah, remember playing is. like you know I was a big sensible soccer fan back when oh, the world too. of soccer sensible came world. Was like, was like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one but on the Amiga right on the Amiga yeah what but when you, when you play on other <laughs> platforms like the Mega Drive and it didn't have the proper players in or sometimes or like I these know. new little plugins like, it's not the same I know it's the same it game it had a name like sort of um, David Bockham or Gary, something yeah, like that. Gary, yeah. Gary Longacre or something you <laughs> yeah. know Gareth Longacre I, I remember some of those games as well you would get a repetition as you went through the season so um, you would get rather than Gary Pallister you'd get M Pallister you know and you knew that he was going to have really good stats because mm. they'd obviously built it in a bit cheaply you know to right. sort of regenerate these things whereas CM always had that sort of fresh and we all, we've all we always tested and play tested over many many seasons yeah. so we've still maintained that sort of simulation you know um, but I, I, when I joined in 2001 um, I was the 12th person to join and now there's 110 so you can see how it's yeah. really kind of ballooned out. that's mad and, for like making just just one game just one game yeah across yeah. the various formats yeah, I mean course, yeah. we've always had an eye on new technologies it's one of the things that keeps it kind of fresh you know we're, mm. we're not just a PC game we're PC, Mac, Linux iOS, Android this year uh, we've been on uh, Vita, PSP mm. previously or Xbox 360 so we've always yeah. kept our I had a our Mega Aura, Drive you know. version back in the day as well Mega Drive seven. Was that, was that, that was before that my been, time even, That might yeah. have been Premier Manager, it was uh, called. Yeah. Mm, that was, right. It was Sega, I want to say. It was Sega, yeah, before we yeah. had any dealings with Sega yeah. as well. That yeah. was a bit ropey, but it was... It, it was it was there was, it was a few of them. There was Ultimate Soccer Manager, I remember playing. Quite enjoyed that. That was just before I really got into okay. Championship right. slash Football Manager. Yeah, yeah. That was probably a bit of a gateway. I was here, Emlyn Hughes... Soccer manager, right. or something. Oh, that, wow. yeah, that must be a good one back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that is um, turning the clock back. I suppose it's applauded really to say that we're the one that's managed to come through all of that because mm. there were a lot of them, weren't they, back in the day? And it's yeah, kind of it seems down it's really been, narrowed down to it has just really, you yeah. guys yeah. now. Yeah. Because yeah. why fight it? <laughs> well, yeah, but then you say that you look at the new FIFA, which you were just discussing. Yeah. I mean, the new player, what's it called, Journey? Yeah, the journey, journey mode. mode yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't had a chance to play it myself. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I get home, I play anything other than a football game. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, the problem I have with FIFA and PES is because in Football Manager it's a, a true simulation. In in PES and FIFA, I'm sorry if I'm bursting any bubbles, but basically the the height of the player and the size of the pitch is completely wrong. I mean, when when I look at <sighs> FIFA, they're ten foot tall, and the, the you know it takes them yeah. a, a split second to get to the halfway line, and it just 
totally jars me because I'm so used to FM being absolutely bang on mm. yeah. in terms of the dimensions that I can't. Yeah, I just can't. I've never really thought about it before. But yeah, if you compare yeah. what you see at a football match from the stands to what you, you play in FIFA, and yeah, clearly they're that's mm. it. They're, they're, they're larger men. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that, that's, that's, but as I was going to say, Journey coming in there, it's had you know a good response. Mm. You, you could see them really pushing the manager. I know they did a FIFA manager, and I think has fallen by the wayside. I think it has. It's not yeah. even a mode, is it anymore? They, they have like career modes and career stuff. Modes, but it's not, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I play pairs, and so I get to do like oh, on the I, can look at, I can look at the youth <laughs> team, which is all made up, by the way. Even at Southampton, it's quite disappointing that it's got all the you know all the players and everything, but like right. the, the youth team is not not the youth team I know. I mean, Saints are known for it as well. Aren't <laughs> yeah, they? yeah, it's, it's quite quite disappointing. Thing. But yeah, you can you need know, transfers, like you're saying. Like the, the difference there is like you know in, in pairs, I can win the league with Southampton in, in my first, this was last year, hmm. and then, you know, get a pot of money, try and tempt Gareth Bale back. Of course he's saying no, like he would do in real life, but James Rodriguez is quite happy to come to Southampton. Right. And I like the idea that like, that would ever happen in real life. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. But in, for someone like Football Manager, you know, that would, I'd have to, with Southampton, probably win the league three times in a row to get a player of that kind of quality to come to yeah, Southampton. Yeah, it's all about reputations, yeah. isn't it? You know, we've got to, um, you'd have to do seriously well, I think, to be able to bring them back over. Um, there is, a, when you do a scout report now, a lot more data in Football Manager 17 and, and the classic thing you see on the sort of negative side is just wouldn't be interested in joining, yeah. you know. And they, But now we're going to, we, we tell the manager that, we tell the scout that before you actually put the money down and start trying to negotiate them. So again, we're trying to make it a bit easier. If you're shooting above your grade, above your belt, then forget it. It doesn't know, matter you, about the money. It's it about the rep. Yeah. It's about the reputation. Which is nice, if only that was yeah. reflected in modern football <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little bit more. I mean, I, I, I guess it, it, it's there, thereabouts. Yeah, sure. But, uh, I mean, do you generally find, I know you said you picked up Newcastle for the for the beta. And mm-hmm. I know I've, whenever I played, I never, I never really chose Southampton. Very right. much. I did Liverpool one time, and that was that was that, that was when I was buying in Aaron Ramsey as well, and Joe Ledley, and mm, who's the mm. fullback? Uh, Gunter, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welsh, the Welsh, yeah, yeah, Welsh Welshman. Yeah, yep. for some reason that year it was like loads of good Welsh players, and you well, know they've all pretty much blossomed. You know, yes, Jim is a proud Welshman over there. Yeah. Um, do you find that most people don't choose the team they support because it's? I would find that kind of. You're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, looking at the stats that are the early stats that I've seen this year, um, Newcastle is f- fifth or sixth. Um, highest team that people choose, choose. to start because they see it as a team with potential I guess exactly, to take out yeah. Yeah. you know you've kind of got this coast of the first season to rebuild mm. you've got a big pot of cash there as well and that's why they're, they're a popular choice um, I actually in my when I'd failed the two times as aforementioned <laughs> I went and played the uh, Chinese Super League and I picked up um, Shanghai Shenhua, mm. okay. who have uh, up front, they've got Oberfemi Martins and Denver Barr, who are two big ex-Newcastle strikers yeah. that I knew, knew well. And Freddie Guarin it sits in the middle. And basically, the rest of the team, I, I'm not slighting the Chinese players, but they're not of that same standard. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So you, you basically channel everything through Freddie, who pumps it out to these two strikers, and they shoot on strike, on sight. <laughs> and it's really fun, you know. And I managed to win the league on the final day of the season, and it was good. It was a real kind of refreshing way of doing it. So I think there are other challenges out there. What I think happens is most people they either do the challenge first of all, and then they go back and say, right, I'm going to do my manual, I'm going to yeah, do my standard save, okay. or they do it the other way around. They, they they try something new, but then they 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 go back and try the. You don't want thing. to see your team fail. Do no, you, you don't. You only get into this to see your team do well. <laughs> of course, mm. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I, I haven't really been following the Chinese league, which is funny because we, we sold uh, Pella over there, obviously. Uh, for yeah, he went a, over. M- Incredible amount. He's yeah. like the eighth or something highest paid footballer in the world right now, which yeah. is incredible for a 32-year-old, you know, yeah. sometime international yeah. for Italy. <laughs> and the, uh, the quirk of the league is um, in, in the rules, you can only play three of your foreign 
signings. So everyone, they, they buy these four players that cost mm. them an actual bomb. And one of them sits on the bench half the time, you know, so he's just sat there. He has a great away. time. Yeah. Earning 30 quid a second or whatever. Well, that was, that was the, the Gareth Bale deal that was on. I'll, uh, I'll put in a quick tip as well, seeing if, if anyone does want to try the, the Super League. Um, go for the best goalkeeper that you can find, which has to be a national, you know, has to be a Chinese player. Right. But because a lot of the goalkeepers aren't of a high standard, if you get a good one, it will absolutely make your defence lock tight. So that's yeah, my tip. Cannot, nice. cannot beat that top, <laughs> top Chinese keeper. Um, well, also, I mean, Football Manager is out now, like you say. Mm-hmm. Is that, so it's out now for all the platforms? Yeah, you're it's on all the platforms, um, which I'll go over again. It's PC, Mac and mm-hmm. Linux uh, through Steam and then on iOS and Google Play for, for Android. And Football Manager Mobile, which is our sort of cut-down version, that one uh, comes out, I think, in a week and a half's time, something yeah. like that. Yep. Sweet. And is it something that you want, because you have been on consoles before, is it something you want to do in the future, bring it to other consoles? Again, we've always at? got an eye on it. When we did the, the last version we did on console was Xbox 360, mm-hmm. which wasn't brilliant, you know. We, we've always had this kind of problem with Football Manager in the uh, the 10-foot, as they call it, experience, your sofa experience, right. you know. Because, yes, it is a text-intensive game. And, and whilst the, the 3D match looks great now, as we were talking about, once you come out of that and you are having to look at statistics and the attributes and the various mm-hmm. sort of factors, it is a difficult thing to do over that distance. Yeah. So we have got teams that are looking at the UI side. And I think if ever we crack it, then we'd look at um, PS4 or ps pro or whatever it is now you know yeah. an, an xbox one but un, until that point we're, we're quite content to, to I, stay I, where I we want are. to see 4k hdr football oh, manager. lovely wouldn't it i mean <laughs> even now the match would do it would scale up no problem yeah i mean being on ios we're retina so you know we've already got that implemented um but again imagine a 4k screen but with just the statistics and just the attributes tons and, of, oh my tons God, of numbers you know, <laughs> ah, your eyes bleeding sort of thing you know? beautiful beautiful <laughs> burning into yeah like i say burning into you and just finally as well there's something i've read about you which you can tell me if i'm wrong you said about you when you get home you don't want to play a football game but you said your favorite game is shadow of the colossus yeah so absolutely last it. guardians out in a couple of weeks i can't wait Trico. For this? absolutely Trico. i thought that one was dead and buried yeah. if there, ever there was going to be vaporware it was going to be Trico. <laughs> i'm calling it Trico because you know yeah. it's the, the the third one from yeah. that team but that's the name of the it, creature as well. Uh, it is, that's right, yeah. Um, but to actually see it out there, uh, I can't wait. I'm absolutely chuffed that they've got there and they've got the thing out and it hasn't just died. So I'll be, I'll be on to that straight away. I played it last week and I'm, I'm currently under embargo and can't oh, mention really? anything You've about it. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, you can, uh, any listeners out there who are interested in uh, Last Guardian, you can read about it on uh, Waypoint uh, in the coming days. Uh, well, uh, thanks very much guys where can people find you on the internet if they want to follow you or see what you're talking about or just harass you or maybe not harass you but just say hello yeah please don't harass me um, no. I'm at Jimmy underscore weeks on Twitter so yeah say something nice and, and read Vice Sports and read Vice Sports which yeah, is great that's very which, which if I'm honest and, and you know I really love the football coverage on Vice Sports because like even the match reports are not like normal match reports they're not like boring match reports <laughs> we do our best uh, yeah. it's, 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 it, I mean I, it's, I, I would say, I tell you Scott, that some of the best football coverage around is over there I know we're in the vice building and I should be bigging it up but <laughs> I'm obliged to say that but Jenny, I'm, not, I'm not contractually obliged to say, obliged to say that and, 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 and Grant yourself we're, well we're, we've got the Twitter account you know football manager yeah. um, hashtag football manager so yeah. that's the place and do you read all the ads you get to that people are like oh, I, I can't look. do this I can't do that do you offer help through that like yeah we do I mean again it comes into the community mm. anything that's logged there through Twitter or, or on 
on our community or through Facebook. The QA guys pick it up straight away and, you know, we, we help people out wherever we can. Awesome. So it's not like anyone playing the game is just in a vacuum. You are listening. Absolutely not. No way. And because making... they might say the, mm. in the next tweet or whatever, oh, by the way, have you thought about implementing this? Like, yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah. We really appreciate that, you know. Awesome. Well, cool. thanks, guys. And uh, Thank you. thanks for thanks, listening, okay. everyone. Cheers. Um, yeah. Waypoint.vice.com. Bye now. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 